I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 515 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. Do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Mark D'Amelio joins me on First Class Fatherhood. He is the proud father of daughters Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, who are absolutely just crushing the social media game, particularly on TikTok, where between the two sisters, they have over 175 million followers. Mark ain't doing too bad himself. He's got over 10 million followers on TikTok. He and his wife, Heidi, have a podcast of their own titled Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. Let's face it, we are living in a world that is being dominated by social media, and the D'Amelio family is the top 1% of people who are dominating social media. So if you have a son or daughter out there who is constantly making TikTok videos or desperately trying to become insta-famous, you will definitely benefit from my interview with Mark D'Amelio, who knows exactly what happens once those dreams come true, the good, the bad, and everything in between. I'm excited to have him on the podcast today. Mark D'Amelio will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Mark D'Amelio was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between myself and Father TikTok, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoyed today's interview, I highly recommend you go back and check out my interviews with other dads who are just crushing it on social media, YouTube, such as Penn Holderness of the Holderness family, Danny Phillips of the Phillips Fan Bam family, Mertel Mitchell of the Onyx family, and so many others. Be sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. If you're enjoying the podcast, please smack me with that rating or review. It always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Mark D'Amelio. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Right, Dad. Sports stadiums are beginning to fill up once again. Concerts are coming back, and Broadway shows will be here before you know it. It's time to take your kids to an event and start making memories once again. And there's nothing wrong with saving a few bucks while you do it. My partnership with SeatGeek means that you can save $20 off your tickets by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. Let's go, dads. We've been cooped up way too long here. It's time to start enjoying sports and entertainment again the way they were meant to be experienced, live and in person. Visit SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at the checkout and save $20 off your tickets. A gift for first-class fathers from first-class fatherhood. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Mark D'Amelio. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it, Alec. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have two daughters. Uh, one is 19, Dixie, and uh, uh, 17, Charlie. I get she, I, I've been saying she's 16 for so long. She's 17 now. Yeah, so. I, I, listen, I, I got four myself, so I'm constantly, I just had my daughter just turned seven, so I'm kind of always going through the, the different changes myself with the ages. So uh, if you could, Mark, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, I am a father of two, um, husband to hi- my wife, Heidi. I'm in uh, 
been in the clothing business my entire career uh, in both have my own clothing brand and working, uh, bringing other clothing brands to retail, had a showroom in New York City. And about 18 months ago, that all kind of changed with what's going on. So lived right outside of New York City in Connecticut for the majority of my life and have now been out in Hollywood, California for just over a year. Yeah, very cool, Mark. If you could please take me back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey here then. So about how old were you when you approximately when you became a dad the first time and how did becoming a father kind of shift or change your perspective on life? Um, I became a, a father for the first time in my early thirties uh, and it, you know, it's kind of funny. You go through the life thinking about yourself for the most part, you, you're, when you're from your teenage years to it's all about yourself and then college and then how the job you're going to get. And it's all me, 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 I, 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 and then uh, you, you get married and you start to share your life with someone and then you have a child and you're responsible for someone else's life. And th that is the biggest switch because you go from instantly being a little bit selfish to not being selfish at all and, and totally living to provide and take care and love your kids. And, and you didn't, I didn't even realize that happened. And actually, I didn't even really think about it so much until I kind of started thinking about the potential questions and, and the, that, that kind of came to me. But I think you go from being selfish to selfless really quickly. Yeah, very well said. And what would you consider, Mark, to be the, uh, the top values that you hope to instill in the girls growing up? Yeah, you, you know, I, I think I've said to them, um, life is life is short and, and to make the most out of every opportunity and, and you're not guaranteed anything, uh, in, in life and, um, appreciate the journey. That's, you know, that's the one thing I've learned. I think we all go through these times in our lives where we, whether it's college or your first job and you look and you, 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 you kind of take things so serious or I, I do, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I find myself to take things so seriously. And when, when I, go back and reflect on those times. I think of only so much of the good times, very little of the bad times. And I wish some of the things that I, I, I appreciated and, and took in those experiences a little bit more and things. And, and I've always told them, I tell my wife, things seem to work out. And if you have a positive attitude, they will. So those are kind of some of the things I've told my kids throughout their, their lives so far. Yeah, good stuff. I think it was Denzel Washington who said people have like destination addiction where you're, you're so focused on the destination of where you're going that you don't take time to appreciate where you are in the present. So uh, I definitely hear you on that one. And obviously the girls have blown up on TikTok. TikTok became a, uh, you know, a huge thing, a huge app. What was the genesis of the girls getting involved in this? What was your reaction to it at the onset of this when you were first doing it? Is this something you were like, were you guys knocking off with this stuff? Or what, how did this all seem to come about? You know, we were always pretty, um, for parents, we were pretty uh, social media savvy, not not ourselves as much. We were on social media, so we knew what was going on. But then I also, before TikTok, we saw Vine kind of blow up and get all these people become famous on Vine, and then that just disappeared. So I kind of took it with a grain of salt. I was like, ah, oh, it's cool. And I, I knew what 10,000 people were, and I knew when 
Charlie had a hundred thousand people. I'm like, well, that's, that's as big of college football stadium as you can, you, <laughs> you can get. So I knew, knew, I knew what that was, but it, it, it was still surreal and we still kind of sit back and go, wow, I can't believe that this happened, but we were, we were always, always really supportive of it and, and hands-on from the beginning with being there to, to support both Charlie and Dixie. Yeah. And you mentioned they're filling up a college stadium and just the views that they get they're they're doing like Super Bowl numbers with like all the, the, the TikToks that they put up there. So it's incredible. The, the amount of people that watch and tune in, uh, which has got to be uh, fulfilling as a father to see them having so much success. What about as far as discipline goes here, Mark? Uh, what, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? Uh, and, and is that different than the way that, that you grew up discipline style wise? And has it been different for you uh, disciplining the girls before the TikTok and after? Yeah, I think from a disciplinarian standpoint, I'm the I'm the um, one you call. It's almost like Heidi is the day had been um, the day to day disciplinarian, and when I say disciplinarian, just teaching right from wrong and and those types of things. And then I would come in for more of the the, the heavy issues, or at least the 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 talk of hey I'm gonna we're we're gonna get dad involved here but for the most part Heidi did a lot of the day to day and I wouldn't even call it dis- discipline I would call it just keeping everybody on the on the right direction in the right direction going um, going forward properly I, I would say now there's two issues right one is I have, I'm dealing with a 17 year old and a 19 year old so my 19 year old is out of the house. So she's an adult and Charlie is on our way to being an adult in, in less than a year. Uh, officially, they do still care about what we think as parents. And I think they still look at us and, and, and are concerned that they're how we feel about how they're handling themselves. Um, so I think it's more, I think when you when you lay the groundwork of, of bringing your kids up to the best of your ability and hopefully doing it right, those, those thoughts, ideas um, stay in their mind. So we don't really have a lot of things. We're, we're more telling them to, to kind of loosen up a little bit and to not let the, the spotlight and the fame change them and make them into this person that they have to, both kids think about everything they do every day. And that's, and, and I think Heidi and I are more like, dude, go out, have fun, enjoy yourself. You know, they're, they're not crazy kids. They, they don't do anything that they've never really done anything. I say it all the time that, that I've been, I'm sure there's been disappointments that I, if I thought about, I could, but, but nothing that, I've ever been been nothing that's ever made me feel like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. So, yeah, very, very cool, Mark. And, and my girl is my only uh, my only girl. She's my baby. We had three boys, then got the girl on the fourth try. So I, I am still struggling with the discipline portion of it with my daughter. I, I tend to discipline differently with my boys than I do with my, my daughter. And I'll tell you this, like I, I am, you know, I'm not looking forward to the time when she starts to hit this dating scene and she's in this teenage years and stuff like that. So I, you're, you're right there. How, how did you kind of handle it when the girls became old enough to start dating? And what kind of advice did you give them, uh, you know, when that all began? you know i i i don't want to say i didn't take the 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 look the outlook of you know i'm a realist right i knew that there were going to be going to be boys around and i looked for things in the in the boys that i think i showed to girls parents and and 
and when as much as I could when I was younger. So if if I know it's inevitable that they're going to date, they're going to hopefully get married someday. And I just look for the the basic things. Are they are they good people? Are they respectful? Um, and you know, and those and those are the things. So I knew early on, like it's part of it. I was a I was a teenage boy. Um, I dated girls and it's, it's part of what happens and I knew what I was getting into. So I think I was less, um, I think I was pretty liberal about it. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't too uptight about it. And as long as the guys came in and I've been very lucky for both, both daughters and anyone that they've brought home, there's no one that's come through our, our front door that I've been like, I, I, I don't want that person here. They're all, all the, all the young men that they've brought to the house, look you in the eye, shake your hand. Um, so we're, we're, we've been real lucky with that. Yeah. Listen, like I said, I'm bracing myself for impact. I've had a lot of Navy SEALs on here, a lot of UFC fighters. So listening to that, I was like, man, it must be nice to be that person just for that aspect of it. that little portion of it right there helps out a little bit, you know, but uh, like I said, uh, kind of callous in my mind for what's to come with that. Uh, tell me about your podcast here, Mark, you and Heidi got a podcast together, Demilio's. What was the, the basis of you guys beginning that podcast and what's been the feedback uh, from the fans and, and from your girls? So I, <laughs> I, I think for, let's start with the girls. I don't know that they've heard an episode yet. So, um, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's par for the course with, with teenagers. Um, what we set out to do, Alec is, is early on, we, we kind of came together as a family. I said, Hey, we're, we're, we're starting to get in a situation, a point of no return where people are knowing our family and they have these preconceived notions about us. And I think the only way to combat that instead of going on and, and typing, after someone makes a comment to you is have people to get to know us. And, and one of the things we're doing is, is a, is a show on Hulu. And the other thing Heidi and I did just to give the people out there that may care our perspective on, on life and, and uh, parenting teenagers and, and all the things that happen kind of behind the scenes of what happens to Dixie and Charlie, but from a, just a parent perspective, not a tell all or, Hey guys, guess what did, he did or guess what Charlie did just kind of giving our perspective and the one thing that's super cool about it for us is as you go through life and you and you you meet your significant other and and you date and then you get married you you lose that time where you just sit there and communicate because we're all super busy schedules and it's kind of like a locked in date for my wife and I for half hour to an hour where we actually just kind of regroup and it's been really cool and for, for us because it's it's almost that time that we used to do when we first started dating or when we first got married where we would go out to dinner and just you know talk to each other and lock eyes for an hour or two hours we do that in the podcast so it's kind of a bummer that it took a podcast for us to to do that but now we definitely carve out time to have those times of communication where it's just she and I talking to each other so it's cool. Yeah, I never thought of to look at it that way. That's a great point that you bring up there. I, I still do that with my wife. We try to make sure we have date nights and stuff like that. Obviously, it gets, it gets busy and, and diff- more difficult to do as the time goes on. Oh, one thing I'm curious about, Mark, I, w- I would think uh, as a father, as a protector, it's got to be difficult now that the girls are well-known. Uh, do you run into these situations where you'll be out and people come up to take pictures with them? And do they get a little too like? Are you running into anything like that? And how do you kind of react or respond when, you, when you're out in public and people recognize and want those pictures? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough balance because we're in a position that I think most teenagers and most people for the, for the most part want to be, you know, famous and want to have notoriety and want to live the lifestyle of going viral. And so on one side, I, I try to instill in the girls like, look, this is there's been people that have been more famous than both of you that have come and gone and and I think one of the worst things people that that I've heard that when they have notoriety is the worst thing is when people aren't asking for, for them anymore. So, again, back to the original thing, I'm like, look, you got you have to appreciate this, but we also have to protect ourselves and make sure. So we've taken security measures. So it's a balance. Right. If you see a a, a a kid who's I'm always the one with my eyes like looking in the crowd and making sure I'm kind of surveying the situation and I'll catch the other dad and his daughter and his daughter pulling on his dad's her dad's sleeve going that's Charlie or that's Dixie and I'll and I'll catch his eye and and I know I kind of feel in my heart that that's a safe situation I'll be come on over and, and I'll say you want to meet Charlie and and so those are the kind of things but then there have been some uh pretty interesting interactions with either people knocking on our door back in Connecticut. Um, you know, we, we had every, like every day we had two or three people in Connecticut just roll up on our, on our door. And most of them were, were fine and innocuous and everything was cool. And then even when Charlie was in, when Dixie and I were in Paris last week, we got out of the car and his kid got so excited. She actually grabbed it, Dixie and it, and it, and it kind of startled Dixie. And then after the next day I came back and I just said, Hey guys, she wants to meet with, meet with everybody, but you guys have to give her some space or she's going to get overwhelmed. And it was just, it was scary. So it does get scary. And we, we do have a full-time security team that we've had to hire and, and which now they're like part of our family. So we're in good hands that way. Yeah, it's one of those things, I guess, and you mentioned it there, like everybody wants to go viral, everyone's looking to do this, and it's one of those things I guess people don't don't really think about is what happens when you do, and it's situations like that that can be uncomfortable, because there's a lot of nuts that are on this social media, uh, for sure, and, and so what kind of advice would you have to the parent out there that does have the kids that are out there? Listen, I, I drive a lot of Uber on the weekends and stuff, and all these girls do on Friday nights is they're doing these TikToks in the back seat with these songs, like everyone's trying to do this, so what kind of advice do you have for the parent out there, maybe what to watch for, how to help them for the kids that are trying to get on their TikTok, Instagram and become viral. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, it, it's a tough balance because you don't want to be the parent that is being for lack of a better term, you know, you know, creepy on these, on these apps, but you do have to keep an eye on it. And that's kind of how Heidi and I first got involved is, is we're joking around and we're like, look, if, if people are going to, if these boys are going to be, trying to contact Charlie and doing the, doing TikToks, I kind of want to keep an eye on it. So I would say, you, you know, without being invasive and, 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 and without destroying the trust that you and your, the, the trust bond that you and your kids have be get involved and look, look at the stuff and make sure you know what they're, what they're doing. And, and there's, there's a balance of doing it. I mean, there's so many different, I look at, Heidi and I, I were just talking about how many different businesses and how many different the people are on TikTok now. And it's easy for a parent to get on there and just kind of keep an eye on things and know what's happening without going viral. And, and just be, so I would say keep an eye on all of it, Twitter, Instagram, 
Triller, TikTok, I think they all need to be keep, keep look, looked at. So, Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be more to come, too. It seems like they, they, they pop up, uh, you know, when you least expect it. So, well, obviously, all right, you got the show, the Hulu, the podcast. What kind of goals or plans do you have? What's coming up next for you here, Mark? You know, I mean, we're just – look, It's Alec, it's come at us so quickly and so fast, and I think we're doing a decent job at, at just handling it all. But ultimately – there was a time that we had a kind of a, just a family meeting when this thing started to bubble up. And I said, you know, we just have to continue to have these family checkups where we say, you know, we, it was, Hey, are we as happy now as we were when it was just a couple of months? And now we look back and we're like, Hey, are we as happy now as we were before all this started? And we just, every so often we just keep doing that. So I think the main thing we're trying to do is appreciate all the success and all this stuff that is incredible. We're incredibly blessed, incredibly lucky, but still maintain a, a, a great family dynamic and most importantly, be happy. So all of the, the brand deals and the publicity and the PR is all, is all awesome, but really ultimately, and I think this is something everybody has to do is, are you, you know, are you as happy as you you can be and, and look at that as your goal to, to be happy and figure out what happiness is for you, obviously the first thing. And then secondly is track on that goal to be happy and check in with everybody. So that's what we do. Yeah. Awesome stuff, Mark. I, I really love what you do, what your family's all about. I talk about it on my show all the time. We got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. So many kids growing up without a father, without a father figure in their life. Uh, so we definitely need more family influencers out there to, to portray the family in a great light. So props to you and your family for what you're doing. Last thing I want to ask you here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? You know, I think I, I think, again, back to the original thing we said is I think we're always like, oh, as dads, we're always thinking about the future and and how am I going to, you know, do I have enough money away for college? Is there food on the table? It's always it's always down the road. And I think, you know, what I have learned is to live in the moment and don't rely on going back and, and having a look at videos of of you and bringing up your kids like live in the moment and and make the sacrifices on have other people have other things become the sacrifice. Like I wish I spent less, although I love my, what I do for a living. I wish I spent less time worrying about making money and more time hanging out with my kids doing, doing nothing. And I did a lot of that. It wasn't like I was one of those dads that wasn't around. So just, just, I, I think my advice is to appreciate this thing because they grow up everybody says it they grow up super fast and you turn around I was just looking at a video of of both Dixie and Charlie when they were toddlers and I'm like wow how did that happen so just just live in the moment and appreciate the now yeah very well said I love the message there's been a lot of fun for me I got to say Mark D'Amelio you're a first class father all the way and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood Alec thank you so much I appreciate it man Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Mark D'Amelio for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it into my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the upcoming guest announcements that are coming your way. I got some great ones coming soon. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.
Call 